Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, a Teen Mom Deep Dive podcast. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hey everyone, before we get started, I just want to remind you, I have a Patreon. Come on over to patreon.com slash lizexplains. Sorry if you can hear my nieces screaming in the background. They scream at all times, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They just scream. <laughs> but come to patreon.com slash lizexplains. This month I've done an episode on seeking sister wives, intervention. I'm doing a Girls Defined episode this week. And talking about like Christian YouTube in general, one of the sisters in Girls Defined has adopted some children from Ukraine and there's a lot of drama going on with it. So come on over to patreon.com slash Liz Explains. Find the link in my Instagram bio, which is feathers underscore pod and enjoy this episode with me and princess. Okay. Love you guys. Hi, princess. Hey, Liz. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, Princess was just letting me know how confused she was about this episode. <laughs> I just thought this already happened. <laughs> Princess sent me a text today and she's like, what episode are we watching? I'm like, the new one? <laughs> like, and she goes, but I read the description and it all happened. And you're right. The description was what? Devoin lets down Nova. Yeah. Um, Barr and Ashley do whatever or no they weren't even mentioned like sean and jade get closer like it says jade wants to take things slow with sean uh-huh and it says something about <laughs> leah has a school covid expo- i was like didn't it already happen <laughs> yeah all of those things but happen. i don't watch the shows week to week i usually just listen to you i mean very rarely i'll put it on and so i was like i'm sure liz was liz reading the description for next week liz told me this was happening already so why <laughs> Because they truly have nothing to feature on the show. Uh, before we get into it, though, we need to talk about, well, I guess we can talk about Barr and Ashley first because they had a, a lame segment this week, but yeah. Barr got arrested the other day and not for nothing. He got arrested for like uh, like dangerous, what like willful. He discharged a discharge. Uh, he discharged a firearm. Yeah, like negligent uh, discharge of a firearm. Yeah. Um, let me actually read it. Which uh, means that he shot off a gun. Yeah, he shot off a gun. Um, now, like, you can have a legal gun, but if you shoot it for Correct. no reason, it's still against well, the it's law. Well, it's like, um, like on New Year's Eve or Fourth of July, they're always like, don't shoot your guns off. <laughs> right, right. Um, also, like, can Bar it's- have a gun? I thought he was a felon, but it's for willful discharge of a firearm in a negligent manner. AK, like maybe he shot at someone to scare them or maybe he was arguing with Ashley and he shot the gun. Like, the like Yeah. At a wall yeah. or maybe at a tire or just like it the didn't hurt of, anybody, but like also you, why were you doing that? The idea of either one of them having a gun honestly freaks me out just because like how violent i've seen their fights and like how quickly they seem to escalate and on bars end like the substances that are going on there i is he not i wonder if he's still on probation maybe he's off probation because i I thought he he was already a felon i kind of did too but if let's say in a world where he wasn't a felon i don't think you can have a gun in your house if you're on probation usually i don't know like i liz i don't even need a gun like 
I make too many rash decisions. And I would have shot my husband a million times by fucking now if I had access to a firearm. And we are nowhere near Ashley and Barr. So I never, I I guess it was registered. I, I mean, I guess because they didn't knock him for like having an unregistered firearm or anything else. Right. Which they also didn't get like, but I have questions. There's no domestic violence charge there. You know what I mean? Like just that one single charge. He could I wonder argue with a neighbor, to be honest. Absolutely. Also, I wonder if more will come. It's possible they just like got him on, you know what I mean? Like got him for that. And then maybe more charges will come or it was with Ashley and she wouldn't cooperate. Yeah. It's she, of course, has um, they've unfollowed each other on Instagram, which shocking. Um, and she has like removed all the pictures of him from her Instagram. Pastor T basically posted something, which, by the way, Pastor T is private on Instagram. But thank God I followed her when she was still public. She well, one thing she posted was she was like on her story. She's like, I'm not accepting any new followers. And I was like, yes. <laughs> um, I've actually been loving her Instagram for the last like six-ish months she's been like getting in shape she's wearing cute outfits she's like really feeling herself in a way that I actually find quite positive on my Instagram feed yeah (laughs) like it's like an authentic genuine like happiness in her or at least it comes across that way which is nice to see on your feed yes yes um I think first of all he's out of jail because he unfollowed Ashley yeah he got Shen Shen said that he well that's what somebody posted on my Instagram comments they're like how can you unfollow from jail (laughs) but um I think he got bailed out he had a $25,000 bail so I guess somebody put up a bond for him Shen was you know this is Shen's time to shine is like when Barr fucks up and nobody's talking to him she gets in the Instagram comments fighting on teen mom shade room or whatever yeah she's like he's already out I think he was already bailed out by the time anybody found out about it right I uh I I wonder how this adds to Shin's self-estimation of herself and that whenever Barr goes to jail she has to show up and bail oh, him out and take care of him she loves it she's yeah. a ride or die and so when she talks like when he's doing good and he's not really fucking with her she's probably like and I got your ass out of fucking jail I'm the one that comes to get you from county blah 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 um you know it she's a scorekeeper she's a scorekeeper and she also loves like being able to be in the instagram comments fighting yeah and, and being she, like that's my son i take care of him she's in a relationship with her children with in a way that is inappropriate like she is dating them her fine and, ass sons yeah her fine ass sons and she is competing with their partners mm-hmm. in weird ways like i mean she's just like the absolute and and you're I usually don't agree with you when you're like, this is too much drama about something, but Shin is one of those things where it's too much drama. I remember when, the, when they first got on Team Mom and Pregnant, I was still on Facebook and I was like following her on Facebook, yes. you, you know, and like, mm-hmm. it was just too much. And that bitch loves some white pants oh. and to pose with her butt kind of sticking out. Oh, and she loves, it looks like it's taken on a Nextel phone. It's yes, so blurry. And she takes a picture Every time she leaves her, she does an outfit of the day. She does uh-huh. outfit of the day. Absolutely. She loves a white jean, a platform sandal, and then yes. like a black tank top. And then uh-huh. her hair like slicked the fuck back. And then oh she has God. like her little eight-year-old daughter take a picture of her. Yes. And that she's got, just like she had Eco Styler in her purse, bitch, she does. Because that is how her, her shit is slicked all the way back. Bunny asked me about slicking her hair back. And I was like, I'll do it. But here's the thing. <laughs> if I slick your hair back 
first of all, you might not have any more hair after a while. And two, that bitch is going to hurt. Like that slick bag doesn't come without. (laughs) (laughs) That's very cute. (laughs) But yeah, Shen loves to take a picture. Um, Yeah, I think that she loves these moments. And I think obviously Barr only comes around Shen when he's fucked up with Ashley. Like, yeah. And I think that actually Shen and Ashley have been in like an okay place as far as I can tell. But I think that means like Ashley lets Shen comment on her Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not close, but they're not, they're not beefing. I think what it is, it's like when they're not beefing with Shen, Ashley lets Barr talk to her without saying anything. Let's yeah. Holly get on FaceTime without saying anything. We'll maybe say hi in the background and yeah. she'll let Shen comment like, that's my baby girl on Holly's Instagram, you know, on Holly's mm-hmm. own Instagram. And doesn't and, delete it. And she, yeah, she doesn't delete it. And she's like, love you too. But like, that's, and I think that's like their most civil. And honestly, that's not a bad relationship to it have. It really isn't. With someone it, you physically fought multiple times. Yeah. I want to talk about the fact that Ashley holly has her own instagram and that's where ashley is looking at pictures of holly what that's where ashley's looking at Instagram. yes in the show when they're when they're doing that oh that they were on i didn't notice that they were on because that's what she told pastor (laughs) t we're on holly's instagram from 2018 i'm like is that where you are those the pictures of holly are those the ones you have they're all on instagram or do you post every picture you ever take of holly on instagram I will say like sometimes with my nieces they like to see pictures of themselves when they're little and it's yeah. easy to pull up my instagram instead of like sure. going back like a million times in my phone but yeah it's i can't imagine being like let's look at your instagram hun yeah but you're not their mom <laughs> yeah where exactly. i'm sure their mom's like well let's just look at this hallway right here because yeah, i have true. i I actually own a ton of pictures of you because you're my child. True, but also they're they're older, so they're obsessed with actually looking at the picture on the phone. They want to see the picture on the phone. Actually, you know what part of it's being on the phone. You know what the most annoying fucking thing about kids is? Can I see? Can I see? Can I see? Like the minute you take a picture of them, you're like, no, keep posing. I'm not done yet. I know they're they're all like, let me see now. Like they're gonna approve it. And I do ask my kids before I post things of them, like, is this okay? Yeah. Because I I mean they always say yes, (laughs) but eventually one of them's going to be like no please don't put that on the internet yeah so, i think at a certain age it's like you gotta you gotta start asking yeah 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 yeah. but i thought that was interesting so holly so what we know now is that bar is out of jail he's probably at shin's house um i don't know i don't know where shen lives is she, she in vegas she was in vegas then she was in ohio and i don't know if she left ohio He's at a cousin's, a friend's, a sibling's. Bar has a network of people that he crushed. You know what I mean? That he couch surfs. Right. And he and Ashley are beefing. So it has to that. She had to have been there when it happened. Oh, yeah. Well, and the other thing I was going to say, Pastor T also posted in our stories, like, I'm really upset with what Bar did. Like, Bar did a bad thing, and I'm really upset by it. So no. So that means Holly was there. Or it just, what I'm saying, it means that it's not like this was all a misunderstanding, like bars, not in the wrong, like you'll find out the truth. It's not that, you know what I mean? It's not um, like the truth will come out type of thing. It's like bar fucked up. Yeah. 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 And what is, what level of charge is this? Um, That's a good question. Is it like a big one? I would or imagine it- it's either like a top misdemeanor yeah. or bar teen mom arrest or like a low-grade felony um okay felony gun charge 
So, I mean, I'm just saying felonies change everything. Felonies change your life forever. And it's a big can't deal. Get a, can't get an apartment. Can't get yeah. a job. Can't, yeah. like, I, I'm not sure that He can't stay at Ashley's apartment if she wants to put him on the lease. Mm-hmm. He can't stay there. I'm not sure that people quite understand the, if you don't interact with the justice system or people that have felonies, like, the extent to which that shit fucks up your life. Absolutely. I mean, and I, I'm just like keeping it all the way 1000. Bar's life isn't that great anyway. Um, yes, correct. But we are like stuff like this come become big hurdles. I mean, the fact that you have four eyebrows is already a problem. So my ex-boyfriend for a long time never had felony convictions. Uh, another Janelle's never had a felony conviction. I'm pretty sure David hasn't had a fel- felony conviction. Like when you don't have a felony conviction, like, yeah, you have a shitty record, but like, mm-hmm. you can still get a loan. You can still get a lease. Like you can yeah. still get hired places. You can kind of explain shit away. And once the felony comes, like that's hard to overcome. It's really hard to overcome a felony and it stays with you forever. It's just one of those things that like once that's, and then once that's on your record, you're so much more likely to get another felony. Yep. Like it's that really is there's like a major division between like when you're in the justice system and having a felony and not having a felony which is why our justice system is so fucked up and why uh poor people are so much more likely to have felonies because they overcharge people and then Mm -hmm. people that are sitting in jail because they can't afford a two thousand dollar bond they say okay you can go home if you plead out to this felony so they're more likely to plead out to a felony than somebody that gets bonded out and can afford an attorney and take it to trial and just get a misdemeanor or whatever or take it long enough that they get a better deal like you are so much more likely to get a felony if you're in the justice system and you're poor Mm-hmm. So and now you've got likely. and like almost anything with a gun is a felony that's why i was like this has to be a felony yeah and now you're like 18 with this bullshit fucking felony and that's like you getting a job is a whole different thing now and so you're more likely to work on the edges of legality you know mm-hmm. and it just yeah if you can't get a job what do you do you have to make money you, you have to and so that puts you in in like whole different situations and I'm not saying that anybody that got a felony got a bullshit charge. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if you look at the way felonies are given out and when and how that changes the trajectory of your life, mm-hmm. it, you know, it changes everything. I mean, the fact is, I'm like, I've been talking, I was talking about Bar today about how like, like, can we talk about the show? Can we talk yeah, about what he's doing yeah. on the show? Like yeah. this fucking GED storyline is like, Dude, we've been doing this for two years. A GED isn't going to change much in your life at this point, mostly because of the way you've tatted up your face. Um, Unless he works in entertainment or in sports or some sort of thing. like gets it lasered off. Yeah, but laser costs a lot of fucking money. And I'm not saying he can't get that money because he does kind of work in entertainment, you know? He's on this show. But if Ashley's not on this show, he's not on the show. He's really, Mm -hmm. he's tied to Ashley. And so this idea that he's going to get a GED and go to college and start working in an insurance office is, like, why are you guys saying that? That's not a thing that's going to happen with Barr. For sure. I think it's definitely good. Obviously, he got his GED. Obviously, I think what Ashley said about how high school is mandatory in her mom's home and it's going to be mandatory in her home makes a ton of sense. And it's very good he got his GED. But I also was kind of like, why are we talking about college now? Like, Barr's never seemingly held a job. 
like why doesn't he try and like keep a job for a full year and then go to college like i'm not knocking someone trying to get an education but like to me if you are bar you're in your 20s you've never been able to keep a straight job for any sort of time like to me it seems more important to like learn how to work as opposed to like taking some classes at college yeah I mean, and also he's been dicking around this for like two years and then, and he did it in one week. Yeah. Like that, that's not a good thing to say. I know. And Ashley knows it. How about like, all I've been thinking about today is just Ashley in that last or two episodes ago being like, this is the only man that will make me look like a fool. Like you got your wish, babe. I don't think Ashley, I think Ashley thinks she's a lot smarter than she is. Oh, yes and she says shit like that i'm like ashley that doesn't mean what you think it means babe that doesn't mean like you think it means i'll never be a fool for any man but i love this man but what it really means is i'm being a fool right now that's what that means i agree i think that ashley gets um i think her mom like hyped her up a lot in her life and i think she's very pretty and like she's popular and i think probably always was like you know one of the prettier girls had a lot of friends and I think that she thinks that she's like has a lot more figured out than she does because her life is a fucking mess. She's with Bar. If you're with yeah. Bar, your life is not together. That's just a fact. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I was looking at him and I think Bar, like when Bar smiles, I was like, Bar's cute, but he's cute in a, you're going to have to support this motherfucker for the rest of your life. Like, are you ready for that princess? And no, I'm not. So like, like I am, I am. At, so how old's Ashley now? I think they're 24 or 25. Okay. And so, so getting older. Yeah. And I think Ashley is right on the cuffs of this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like when I was 24, or whatever, I wouldn't have cared about, like, I've been in terrible relationships. I would have thought that bar situation didn't really apply to me because <laughs> think about it. I pay all the rent here. I'm, I take care of Holly. If I can't take him Holly, I take it to my mom's house. I take the babysitter's house. Like bar doesn't contribute to me at all. So if bar doesn't get his GED or if bar goes to jail, like I'm net zero. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sorry, go ahead. So if we're having good sex and I Mm -hmm. like being around him and sometimes he has to go to jail, like he, no skin off my nose when he goes to jail. So, but I think as she gets a little older, She's going to realize, like, this is, imagine, like, what are you, how old are you, like, 35? I'm 30. I'll be 33 next week. 33. Okay, so imagine if you were on your way to work, you're doing your routine, you haven't seen your boyfriend since last night, and then you get a text saying, hey, your your bar got locked up. Can you go down to so, and you're like, oh my God, I have to go to work today. I have to do this. I have a yoga class. And you're like, how how about I've gotten a text like that not that long ago from somebody in my ex-boyfriend's life like mm, I think last it was I think right before COVID Uh yeah it was because I remember I was out to breakfast and I was like already feeling weird about being out like at a restaurant Mm -hmm. and I got back in my car and it was like so-and-so got arrested last night like I'm trying to get in touch with his family like can you reach out to them and I was like no yeah, I, I was like, I, and this is a nice woman that for whatever reason says it, that's her business, right? And I was like, right. look, I I wish the best for him, but like he was very abusive to me. And like, I 
cannot deal with this. Like, please don't contact me about this person. Like I can, I cannot deal with this. And so when you say like, imagine that, I mean, yeah, he's not my boyfriend. He hasn't been my boyfriend for quite a long time, but I've literally gotten that text and I'm like, call someone else. I can't deal with this. Sorry for the weird transition, but we'll be right back after a quick break. But imagine if that was your boo and like yeah. you mean, had to do like at this big age, you'd be like, no, I, I'm not going to live a life where I have to go pick people up from County. I'm not doing that. No. Um, unless no. you're Shin, you know? <laughs> yeah. Also, I think for Ashley, what she, she did the, this thing and I wrote this down. She goes, the thing people don't realize about Barr is that he's <laughs> smart. And I'm like, oh, girls in deep. Like, that's the thing that you do. Like, I remember being like, if my boyfriend would just get sober. I told this to so many people. He's so amazing. Like, you don't know. Like, when he's sober, like, I ever fucking knew him sober. I was <laughs> like, he is so great and nice. And, like, you just don't see what it's like when it's just the two of us. Like, I had convinced myself that he was a person. And that's what's crazy. Because I'd be like, if he would just be sober, he'd be so great. But, like, I never knew him sober. But, like, I yeah. convinced myself of these truths that, cause that's how I could hold on. And that's what Ashley's doing where she's like, yeah. no, Barr's actually smart. And it's like, I, it actually doesn't matter. Smart. Yeah. Most of us aren't smart. I mean, <laughs> like we're all kind of okay, Ashley. He doesn't have to be smart. What well, you're, you're trying to weigh that with the fact that he's a bum and you, and you only have to say that because he's a bum. If he was just a regular guy with a, with, you know, he worked at fucking Jiffy Lube and he came home and he just did regular shit. You would not have to try to convince us that exactly. he is, yeah, you don't have to do all that for somebody who's just a regular guy. Well, you get obsessed with the potential, right? Like you yeah. are dating the potential and it's because it's, I think I actually see myself a lot. And actually when it comes to the bar stuff, because I can understand her thought process with this. Mm-hmm you know because although I know we just said like Ashley's not as smart as she thinks she is she's smart enough to know that bar's a piece of shit but she won't admit it and so she has to be like in love with the potential or else what she's saying is I'm a fucking idiot and even though she literally called herself a fool um she like she is aware enough to know what we think of bar and what we think of her being with bar so she's like no 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 guys you actually don't know like he is so smart like that. And it's like, okay, I don't care if Barr is fucking Einstein. She said that like he's at home solving the meaning of life through math. And I know that's not fucking true, Ashley. I bet he is. He, I mean, he holds a conversation on TV. That's like, what it is. Funny. He holds like, a conversation. There's not like, I, I believe that Barr is competent, right? Like I believe that if Barr grew up in a different life and was a different person like he could do well in school and it's not that I think Barr's stupid I just think it doesn't fucking matter because he's no he's not what you need not what she needs and I mean this is engagement number two so I think what did I say last week they're gonna have five engagements yeah yeah I I just and I and I I hope that she listens to this show I know she probably doesn't but she should listen to the show because Ashley if you want Listen, we all been digmatized, Ashley. I've been digmatized plenty of fucking times, girl. Ashley, we, we are you. Do it. Yeah, we and I are you. We so, were. like, I get it. I'm not telling you to break up with Bar. I'm telling you not to legally connect yourself to Bar. And like I just said, you pay your own rent. He barely takes care of Holly unless he's there. So it's net zero when he's gone. You're just like, okay, it's the same shit as when he's here. So it's not a big deal. But you keep fucking him as much as you want, but you have to be on birth control, and you cannot marry this man. 
Yeah. I mean, I get it. I like, I've always said her and Bar are so clearly best friends. Like, you know, the two of them like snuggle up and binge watch a show together and are of just like, course. we fucking love being together. Like, of course. They just love, like when things are good, they just love being together so much. And Ashley, I fucking get it. But like eventually the bad, you have to accept that the bad outweighs the good. The bad already outweighs the good, but like you have to accept it. And like I said, I think she's like 24-ish. I was 25 when I went to rehab. I think that's a really good time to start changing your life. Oh, sure. And I think that, I think also the thing that sucks is that like Ashley clearly has like no self-worth, you know, like that she's with someone like Barr. And then when she wasn't with Barr, she was like with that rapper guy who played her. Like the thing that sucks is like, I think that Ashley could be just like find a normal guy and be pretty happy with him. I think that she is like kind of addicted to the chaos that is bar and like what comes along with all of that. And I think she likes his like bad boy thing that he does. And I think in reality, it's like, just go find a boring guy that like, oh, she would be like, I'm bored. I'm bored. Like what she doesn't realize is that regardless of how she talks about Pastor T and her father, there's a bunch of shit going on from Ashley from when she was younger. Mm -hmm. And what she doesn't realize is she is attracted to chaos because she feels safe there. And so that has something to do with what she thinks about herself. And, you know, once I'll tell you what, once I figured out a lot of my shit, I was no longer attracted to yes. junior, junior gang members, ex-cons, various people that were just going to fuck up my life. Yeah. I really, you know, That's and I get exactly it. it because it doesn't really have anything to do with them. It doesn't. It doesn't. And like Ashley, I, her and Bar remind me of my husband so much about how we are friends. And I talk all this shit about this motherfucker, but someone took a picture of me once, like when he showed up and I look like, a dog and you just opened a can of dog food. I look so fucking happy. I I I can't help it. I really he gets on yeah. my fucking nerves. But here the difference is I'm pretty sure he's at work right now. And hasn't gone to jail. <laughs> so and he wouldn't do that shit to me and he would not like fuck me over like that. And he wouldn't like disappear and he wouldn't get a tattoo on his face because well, he loves to go to work. So <laughs> I think from what we know, Pastor T and her husband now seem to be in a good relationship. But yeah. I would guess that her dad and T had a pretty bad relationship. Yes, I think so. And I think that Ashley like doesn't she knows this, but she doesn't realize it that like you can have a significant other that pulls their weight like I think that Mm -hmm. she really is like well this is what it is like this is what relationships are like and I think if she was like talking to me right now she'd be like I don't believe that I don't believe that but I think she kind of does well her actions say she does and I think Pastor Street was out in these fucking streets baby I call her Pastor Street Pastor T was out in these streets I I know that I see her she can fight she's trying to fight Chen. He looks like that mellowed out. And I know this from personal experience because my mother is like this. She, My mother is so fucking mellow now. But my mother's in her 60s now. and But my mother would fight a bitch when she was 25. And I bet you Pastor T was just like that. My mother goes to church every Sunday. But one time she got into a huge fight with this woman in the choir and told her she'd meet her outside because Jesus can see you inside and out. And she didn't give a fuck. And like, that's my mom. And so Pastor T, I guarantee you, Pastor T... Pastor T to fight somebody and I bet you Ashley's been through it I mean we've um, seen T get into it not just with Shen but with Barr and remember Barr and T's husband I can't remember what his name is Ted maybe I uh, remember they physically fought once yeah because they used to live with them mm-hmm. and I, Pastor T and her husband are absolutely 
a typical older black couple and you can live with them. But listen, if you out here, like you have to listen to them while you live with them. And I bet you Barr said something smart. No, no. What happened? They told us what happened is uh, he had gotten Barr a job and Barr like blew off the job. And, ah, they, and they were like, what Barr. the fuck? Like, oh what, like I think it, it was like a decent job and they were really mad at him for blowing like down the at job. the docks or whatever you know what i'm I talking about like I shipyard s- docks, i jobs swear it might have been at the airport for some reason the airport is like blinking in my head right now don't quote me on that's that that's a but decent job for someone with tattoos on his face what he didn't fuck, have the face Barr? tattoos yet um, oh, okay this was <laughs> like the on team mom young and pregnant still well i guess but like the one of the first seasons of team mom young and pregnant but yeah mm-hmm. that's when Barr and i think his name is ted got into a fight and it was over like him essentially disrespecting Ted and making him look stupid. And also they're like, you need to get a fucking job because you live in our house. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the type of stuff that like parents say to you, they won't let Mm -hmm. you live if you don't have a job. You embarrassed me by not like I stuck up for you and then you didn't show up to your fucking job. Yeah. Something like that. yeah, Yeah. Like I always say like, I really am treated like a roommate at my mom's house. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not treated like a kid at all. And I do think that's like a cultural difference, right? Like, yeah, like that. I, I don't know, like I can do as I want. I mean, the, also the reality is like, I'm sober. I work a job. Like I'm responsible. Yeah. I don't think they have to ask you to do anything, right? They're not like, Liz, could you please ask your friends to go home? It's four in the morning. Exactly. (laughs) But also like, I think it's also just like, I don't know. It's not like my mom is not like, this is my house, my rules type of thing. Yeah. And I do think that's like a cultural difference. Yeah, I think so too. And I, but I can look at Pastor T and tell her she's the type of bitch. Oh. You know, she better listen to her. She'll put you out. Well, so. also like she was, I mean, this was like one of the first seasons of the show. Like she was paying for everything for Holly. Yeah. Yeah. I just, listen, uh, Barr is, he is a type of guy that will probably mellow out in his 40s and that's yeah, just if like i mean if he i hope he makes, he makes it. it yeah but On that's the outside just of, like his second or third family he'll be really good to them <laughs> I'm, be, I'm not trying to be rude know, that's just that's the truth he'll be really good i mean i'm not saying he's gonna be mean to holly or he's never gonna see holly no i'm just, just saying that he doesn't have the capability he's not mature enough yet he's absolutely has no business with a child right now no. and he and ashley want to play house when you guys that's what it is. That's what Barr and Ashley are doing. They're playing house. Yeah. And I like their like, apartment. It's fine. But you know what's sad? It's like, I think about how like Barr is such a disappointment. And then I'm like, Barr's mom is Shen. Like he had no chance. That's true. But remember, Shen has raised 37 children, including <laughs> me and you. And me and you are doing okay. So I'm not going to let Barr get away with that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Shen raised me actually. <laughs> if you wave at Shin in a parking lot, that's her baby. Child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also, I mean, Holly just continues to be such a cute kid Absolutely. when when they're looking at those pictures and T calls and she goes, We're looking at pictures of me as a baby. Yeah. And then I she, used to be a baby. She kept asking Bart, I guess he got bit by a spider. And can I check your spider bite? <laughs> Uh, she's super cute. She has Ashley's nose. The reason I think she looks like Pastor T is because she has Ashley's nose and she's a little lighter than Ashley. T, I was just looking on T's Instagram and T had posted a picture of herself as a baby. She looks just like Holly. 
Yeah, and that must be hard for Barr. <laughs> when yeah, also, <laughs> once they posted a, a picture of Holly with a wig on, it looked just <laughs> like Master T. All babies with wigs on. I know, I it's so look. fucking funny. And she looked just like T with the like long wig on. It was oh, so cute. I, I love that. I, I like, I, I will say that Ashley's saying, I know, I know that like, I don't know, Ashley's saying, you know, I expect Holly to go to high school. I... I, I agree that's a good idea, right? Mm-hmm. And that showing her bars GED will help her realize everybody's walking their talk. But sometimes Ashley says things that are very norm core and she acts like she invented them. And I'm like, yeah, girl, most people, you know, what are you, you're also going to require to sleep home when she's 14. That's what people do. She can't go get her own apartment. Right. That's like, this is a, most people require people to go to high school. Most people say, you know, just basic things. And that's what I mean by Ashley thinks she's smarter than she is. Um, and that sometimes she's telling us stuff and she's like making a big deal out of it. I'm like, actually, that's actually not a big deal. That's basic, real basic that you're asking for here. Remember when she was on, this is, you know, this is between seasons. So you know how Ashley gets between fucking seasons mm-hmm. and she's on Instagram talking about you guys don't know about me. I was raised different than you. I went to a Princess. private I swear to God, I was ready for you to stop talking so I could bring up the braces. <laughs> I had braces. <laughs> Bitch, everybody had braces. Like she, she was posting the reasons that she was like spoiled as a kid to prove that she was rich. And she's like, we took, the, and I mean, they did like, they took, they went to Europe. Like, I'm not saying like, she didn't have like a nice life, but I remember her being like, my grandparents paid for my braces. Like that was a hard flex. Yeah, girl. So here's what it is. Ashley grew up just like me. I always say I grew up upper poor, right? I was lower middle class and everyone I knew was in poverty. That's what it was. And so it looks like I have a lot because you guys are on food stamps and I'm not, but why am I, why am I surrounded with everyone in poverty? Cause I'm right here with you. I'm just, I think that's what happened with Ashley. And so she's like, I went to a private school and I'm like, girl, it was probably a charter school. The tuition was free. Don't ca- calm down. Like, don't, don't give me that you're like this sport. Some of the shit she was saying, Chelsea would be like, yeah, everyone does that. That's exactly it. And I think what Ashley didn't realize at the time is like the girl she was trying to impress because this was like fighting Instagram haters or Chelsea. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Chelsea. I say that as a Chelsea because I read that and I was like, yeah, we all had, like, I know we didn't all have that, but it's like, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh it's not this big, like, I don't know. You can't flex with braces, babe. Braces are like basic stuff. Calm down. Yeah, I think the thing that sucks is that I think that Ashley has the potential to be a better person. And I think that um, she, I think she's one of those people that is, like so insecure that she like overinflates her ego as like a coping mechanism for that um yeah. and it sucks because i think that she actually like could be a good person if she like got perspective and i think being on reality tv like shattered any chance of that yeah and one more thing i want to mention is that bar got locked up with a t-shirt that said shoot loops <laughs> that was tough <laughs> it was real tough and uh i just like <laughs> I just imagine some smart ass cop and Ashley and Bar's like, I didn't do it. And he's like, ah, I'm looking at your shirt. Yes, you did. And like, I just think it's so funny. And his face is like, he just looks sad. Yeah, he does. <sighs> well, he should. 
Hey, I'd be sad if I got locked up too. Shit. I mean, this might get dismissed. It really might. This is I mean, like one knows? of those. Yeah. This is one of those things like shooting in a negligent manner that like all it takes is one pen to fall out of it. And then they're like, ah, fuck it. We're not going to prosecute it. We can't because we can't yeah. do this and that. It, so except it's, he has a record. So I feel like uh, I'll plead him out with a misdemeanor. They'll try to push him on and be like, you know, we're going to get this amount of years. So you yeah. better plead out. Da, da, I da. mean, not for nothing. California has pretty harsh sentencing laws too with stuff like that. <sighs> Fine. I mean, I think I would bet like, you're right. Like it definitely could get dropped. I agree that this is one of those things where it's like, if nobody got hurt, it's actually not a huge deal. They don't really feel like dealing with it. None of the witnesses want to cooperate, like fine, fuck it. But I think that that is more like if you don't have an extensive criminal history and you weren't like on probation when you did that. Actually though, he didn't get a probation violation. So maybe he is off probation, but like if you have the history, what they're going to do is they're going to go to his lawyer and they're going to be like, let's just plead. Like, we'll let you plead out for like criminal mischief or some bullshit, but it's just, it, it it's bullshit. But at the same time, it's not because that means he's going to have to do four, like two to four more years on probation, drug testing. You know what I mean? And then he, if he doesn't pay the fine, like being on probation like that is such a way to stay in the system if you keep fucking up. And I think Barr will keep fucking up. So like, yeah, I think he's not going to get a very serious like charge and he's going to get like probably an extensive probation period. And then the question will be, can he not get in trouble on probation? Yeah. And then I, I saw somewhere that someone either tweeted you or, or I think they tweeted you that on probation in California, you cannot smoke weed. Right. I think what was happening was they probably just weren't testing people during COVID. Sure. And that, I mean, I think that even like the reality is if you're, this is, here's a hot tip for you. If you want to commit a crime, do it in a really busy place, do it in a place with a lot of people that doesn't fund their probation department very well, because the reality is, is like, you're not going to get drug tested that often because you're just not a priority and i think that's what's happening with amber i think that's probably what's happening with bar especially yeah. for covid you know like they probably like cut who they're testing like by a lot sure and you know if you're not deemed like a, a big risk or you know you pass a few drug tests they'll... yeah that too like you pass the first four and they're like they and then you realize they're just not testing you they don't test you for three months and so you get cocky and you're like all right and, and then one it. time somebody shows up the test and you're like fuck i haven't seen you in eight months <laughs> i have a friend that's on been on probation for a very 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 long time and the risks that he takes i'm always like you like he's not supposed to be leaving the state without asking mm-hmm. permission but he does and i'm always like what's gonna happen is like you're gonna be walking across the street in new jersey and you're gonna get hit by a car and the ems is gonna run your name and then yeah. like it's like not even gonna be something that you do you know what i mean like I understand. i'm always like, like you're just gonna be at the wrong place at the wrong time where you're not supposed to be and you're gonna violate i think he's off probation soon but like i'm always like you he's like well i want like nothing's gonna happen here nothing i'm like you're gonna get t-boned in your car you know what i mean like some shit that is so not your fault but yeah. like, as soon as the police are involved, they'll see that you're on probation. They'll contact your PO. You're not supposed to be out of the state. Yeah. I mean, it's shit like so, that. That keeps you in trouble. So how long do you give it to Ashley and Barr back together? Um, what's it's May. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll have a hot girl summer. <laughs> well, she'll start fucking Barr again. I would bet within like she's, six weeks. But yeah, she's, she's gonna, gonna be fucking him. But she's gonna pretend she's having a hot girl summer, and then come October, she's gonna be like me and my boo back together. 
Yeah, and when was Holly born? Is she born in October, I think? I have no idea, actually. But yeah, maybe for Holly's next birthday. Yeah. Okay, I agree with you. I think they're going to be obviously back together. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't wait till Ashley gets mad enough to get on Instagram Live and tell us what happened. God, from your lips to God's ears. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Shen's going to say some shit. That's what we need to happen. Shen needs to say some shit about Ashley. She can't resist that. No, she always, and anytime, because she always, Shen is one of those mothers that believes that the reason her sons are in trouble are the women in their lives. So yeah. if you talk to Shen, she will probably be like, Barr was not, nothing was wrong with Barr until he met Ashley, blah, blah, blah. I remember mm-hmm. we thought Ashley was stripping in Vegas. That's where yes. they met. Yes. And that Barr might have been like pimping and not necessarily like, basically when i say pimping i mean living off of women who do things in the sex world for for money like Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily mean he's he's like beating women and doing stuff like that but he could have been i don't know it that's what it makes it sound like when they talk about what was going on in vegas yeah i mean i think he was running the streets whatever that looked like yeah okay that's a good blanket for what he was doing running the fucking streets Uh yeah all right let's talk about leah's segment i guess you're right her dark hair looks great her makeup looks crazy her eyebrows do not her eyebrows look like she stole them from someone else that's what they look like (laughs) she looks like she's wearing (laughs) a disguised out fire mask over her face yes it's like that plasticky, like uh-huh. silicone-y where you're like, something's not quite right with it's her be- face because it's, it's the contouring. Me- yeah, it's the contouring. It's that, it's her foundation, that that whole base. And then she's got these dark, the like, I mean, girl, they look like, uh, they like bars. They're on her face. And then she's got dark lipstick on. <laughs> And it always, well, it's always, I think just, she's like disproportionately made up is also part of the issue. It looks so stark when she's wearing, like, she's in totally casually casual clothes and she's at a fucking park. Well, Instagram makeup looks good on Instagram. Yeah. It does not look good anywhere else. Um, And not in real life, girl. So, you know, I finally, after we got vaccinated, I finally took the kids to uh texas roadhouse right mm-hmm. so we're in texas roadhouse and there's a little and you know they've got these big ass plexiglass shit and everything yeah but there's a baby on a, in a booth next to us and the baby's like on the plexiglass like talking to us and shit and you know my kids are my kids so they're like why is that baby in our business and i was like i don't know that baby needs to stay over there but when the mother came to get the baby I almost screamed. She had on these big spider like eye, eyelashes. Her face looked a lot like Leah's. She like she was in clown makeup. And I was just thinking, oh my God, girl, dad, you do that at home with the right lighting and shit. You don't do that in a fucking Texas roadhouse. This is not the lighting for that. The, and that's what Leah's doing. Leah, And you know what it is? She got around some people that are, um, like you said, that are kind of like, pushing her to do more online and and because you know old leah they show up and she was much like an amber that she wasn't even fucking dressed and so, yeah <laughs> but they she's tired wrong. of people you know calling her a druggie on like because she doesn't look made up and stuff like that 
And so now she's like going to war every time the fucking cameras come and there's got to be a happy medium between those things. Yeah, I also think that um, Leah has realized when she does her makeup and she dresses well, people are like, Leah has changed so much. I feel like... Leah's incredible. Like, people really judge how Leah's doing based on what she's looking like. And I like I agree and I also agree that's bullshit but that's how the world works yeah though. if absolutely. you show up somewhere looking like you meant to be there like you're dressed and you have on makeup and your hair is like done people think everything's okay and when you don't but the problem was Leah never had anywhere to go like in this episode when she's like I guess I gotta stay home with the girls is I was like well, where you gotta go Leah yeah nowhere for you to go she needs to figure out like a natural looking made up look Yes. And like a way to do like a more natural looking glow up like at, at home makeup look so that's your yeah. i'm gonna go out to the club or i'm gonna get do some instagram pictures that's that look but yes. you need a a, a a medium where you look put together but not so harsh yes absolutely um, all that really happens in this episode is that they have a positive case at their school. So school yeah. shuts down. Gracie doesn't mm-hmm. even want to go back to school after. I thought this was um a in not interesting. I didn't like Grace is talking to Leah and she's like, I don't want to go back to school because I don't want to bring COVID home to Allie. And Leah goes, Don't stress. Don't think about that. Don't stress. I'm like, I'm not sure what's that effective. I mean I think she's stressed. I don't know. It just felt like such a weird, she's like, oh, I don't want you to think about that. It's like, well, that's life right now. Right. And I also thought Aaliyah was saying good stuff. Like, I I just don't think it's a good idea. And I'll just stay at home and go to school. I was, when did I start calling her Aaliyah again? I know, I think in the last couple of years, but they really go back and forth. Maybe she likes it. I think Leah calls her Aaliyah a lot more than Corey does. Yeah, he probably still calls her crazy. So I, all right. So when she's talking to Aaliyah about that, about don't stress, I felt like she was like overboard there because what are they, 12? Yeah, 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 they're 11. I I agree. It felt like, she's like, just be a kid. Just be a kid. I don't, I feel like it would have been more appropriate to be like, yeah, I get it. Like, this is scary and stressful. Like, I, you don't want to go, like, you want to stay virtual? Like, I think that makes sense. I don't know. I think she could have, been like I get it that makes sense that you feel that way I feel that way too yeah I think she could have validated her feelings and gone from there but then later when Jeremy gets COVID right Mm -hmm. and we're watching a video that I'm assuming he put on Instagram live and uh she's looking at at uh Addie and I'm thinking because this is the end of the show right so they're 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 gonna do the music and go away I was really thought Leah was about to go over and go Addie your daddy has COVID and we don't know I was like I was just bracing myself for like no 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 this is the one you don't do the thing with this Mm -hmm. she's too young for because you know we've been talking about the precautions for COVID and if you tell her Jeremy has COVID which he probably fucking did whatever they're all up in her business I just don't know if you need to tell (laughs) her right now Addie read the text I'm sure yeah Addie told Leah yeah Addie was like daddy's got COVID (laughs) Leah was like what she also she also told Jeremy about that lump in in Leah's breast. She yeah. Addie knows all the business. Yeah. Also, you were right last week when you said that it's inappropriate for Leah to tell them about what's going on in her breast before she knows because she could be. It's they're not adults, you know. They're yeah. not her grown daughters. 
you have you're scaring them maybe for nothing lots of people have things taken out that are that look like I a mean, tumor that aren't not even just like they're not adults they're your daughters like the reality is is when you have health things going on that you're not totally sure about you usually don't scream it to the world until you have more information i'm not saying she shouldn't share it on the show but like it's normal not to like go around and tell every single person what's going on until there's some more information yeah um just something because otherwise like her girls have a lot going on yeah you know and I'm Allie's got medical stuff. It's COVID times. They're in and out of school and having to adjust. Mm-hmm. And like, and not, and that's not just like the personal things. Like my parents are divorced and like it could be tense between the two of them. They probably absolutely know Leah fuck Corey when she was still married to Miranda. They know people talk about it. Yeah. Um, like they're picking up on this stuff. And then you're gonna add and also mommy found a lump. Who knows, guys? You know, I just felt like that was. I I'll say this to on blue in the face. Leah's not a good parent. Um, she's not a mean parent or an abusive parent. She's just kind of like she she's thinks that these are the best she can. She's doing the best she can, and she thinks these are her roommates. Like they yeah. just like appear. They're her girlies, they're her best friends. Yeah, and Leah, you need some friends, babe. Yeah, these are I, they're not your friends. Yeah, I just like, and also when Leah was like, I thought people would just do the right thing i'm like girl you have been traveling (laughs) get the fuck out of here you brought Allie to florida during the pandemic like go fuck yourself and left her chair at home probably yeah yeah people don't do the right thing leah you're one of them so yeah yeah, i i just felt like um i don't know i i also the talk between her and her and Corey. i i understand she had to talk to him because the girls probably told him but yeah. also this is none of his business um yeah and, and i think Corey feels that way honestly yeah i like if she had told me i would be like oh i'm you know i'm sorry to hear that let me know if that like we need to talk about any of the ranges for the girls or something's going on you you keep me updated and that's all i would because like i'm not i first, don't yeah. think Corey lets leah know if he has a medical issue and no. i think that leah doesn't understand what her relationship with Corey is yeah I mean I think she still thinks because you know she's still upset because of like you try to take my girls away from me when I was doing drugs but I won't say it and all that but well I think she also is like well he has like this is something important in my life and he's in my life but I bet she didn't go over there and tell him about Jason about moving in with Jason though no no well, and also, to be fair to Leah, she is on an MTV show. Yeah, so they probably made her. They're probably like, you need to tell Corey. This is a, your drop-off scene. <laughs> I, I just... But once I, again, it's like, this is why you don't tell the girls so that they don't have, you don't have to talk to Corey about it. Right. And then once you know, because I don't want a doctor to tell me, like my mom had a lump removed and biopsied. And when I was in my thirties and never told me, she just mentioned it like one day. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, but I wasn't going to like call you and be like, I got cancer. And she says, I was just trying to see what was happening. And then I was going to let you know. I mean, she talked to her sister about it. Totally fine and appropriate. She talked to a friend about it. Totally fine and appropriate. Mm -hmm. I don't think she really needed to call Jeremy to talk to him about it. That pretend of like, I need to send Addie over to your mom's while I go to the doctor instead of just being like, yo, can your mom watch Addie? Like I have shit to do. 
I don't think she needed to tell Jeremy about it, but that was probably an MTV thing. I think that it's like, I don't know. I think that Leah doesn't, I think that Leah obviously does a lot better than she used to, and she does better than her mom did, but I think she still has a pretty clear lack of boundaries. Oh yeah. She, she doesn't have any boundaries with her kids. Um, and you know, the, the I'm breaking the cycle thing. I don't, I don't think so. And I honestly don't think, I think we might be two generations out. I think it might, it might be her girls' grandchildren that end up breaking us. I don't think it's going to be them. Um, I hope it's them, but you're not yeah, necessarily wrong. It could be Leah's grandkids. That's yeah, that's, it, it could be that. Kids. But honestly, I think it's going to be her kids' grandkids because as much as she's done better, and that's great. Like, we're all trying to do better than our fucking parents did. Yeah. Parenting is not like some exact science. You just have to do what you can when you can. Yeah. And and when you know better, you try to do better. But the fact is, when you think about what the girls is have been through in their lifetime, the idea that some of that's not going to spill over to themselves and their children is, I don't know. I don't know what the odds are for that. Um, you know, I hope for the best, but I would say that Leah needs to stop thinking of herself. Huh, this is hard because I don't want Leah to think of herself as a bum because she's not, but she needs to stop thinking of herself as triumphant I think, and think that she's in the middle. She's doing the yes. work now. I think Leah truly thinks of herself as like, fin- like she completed the goal. Yes. That's and what that's, it is. Like your kids are 11. Yeah. You're still working, babe. And you're going to be working. You're going to be working with your grandkids. Like, that's what it is. And I mean, what are you five years maybe out of a, a serious pill addiction? Yeah. Is that, is that true? I think around five years. Yeah. She's five years out of that. You know, this you're in the recovery, like community, you know, people get 30 years out. <laughs> yeah. Shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you're, it's not like that's in your past and gone forever. I understand she's not technically in recovery. I understand that. I understand that she's not like working. St- I understand that like what people think of recovery, that's not necessarily what Leah is. But the fact is like these demons come back to get you sometimes and you have to work every day. And I want to give Leah her flowers for everything she's accomplished, but the job is not done yet, Leah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that's really the perfect way to sum her up that she really is like all right job's all done guys we did it (laughs) we fixed it we did it joe we did it (laughs) okay leah (laughs) good all right let's talk about kale and her very bizarre confrontation that wasn't actually a confrontation and that no drama came out of it whatsoever (laughs) it wasn't so i was reading tweets when this was on Kale was, like, was so defensive. Is... Why did she get so defensive immediately? And I was expecting them to fight. And like, they she didn't did get a little defensive, but like, not really for Kale. That was not a fight. That was not a fight. Girl, when I was, because I ain't seen Joe in a long time. I said, Joe, you're so lucky you got V when she was young because you couldn't get V now. You couldn't. Joe, you, mm, 
you lucky that B is legally obligated to have sex with you. So no, she's not. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's something I say about my husband. No, guys, when you're married, you're not legally obligated. That's something I say to my husband to bully him. Princess, now you heard it here first. Condones marital rape, and we're gonna have to end this podcast with that. That is. That's something I say when people are like, "She." Uh, are you thinking about losing weight? And I'm like, no, I have someone that's legally obligated to think I'm sexy. So like, no matter what I look like, he has to say I look good. And Remember he has to want me. Melissa Gorga put out that book. Like, oh my God. And it was like, you have to fuck your husband whenever he wants to, no matter what. Can you believe what. that? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I just can't believe, I, yeah, I have such an attitude and I have, my face is like, I can't control what my face looks like a lot of times. I can't even imagine like pretending I want to have sex with somebody I don't want to have sex with and just because I'm married to them like I I, anyway but uh Joe's really lucky he caught V when she was young because I just don't think he could get her now no 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 I like I find Joe and V and then their relationship with Kale just I get it like I think the reality is is that Joe and V don't really want to work either but they don't necessarily want to be teen mom stars so they're like trying to figure out how to make they can make money like on the in-between and like that's why they're doing that podcast and I don't know well, it's they're just making so, money they Shit. are making money and but like I just think it's so funny that like they I don't know like Kale when they had to stop their podcast for a little bit because they were having co-parenting issues and Kale was like, I didn't really think about like what would happen if that happened. It's but like, she, you guys are you all co- so sick. She has co-parenting issues with everyone. The The rule about Kale, and I can say this because at my worst, I am a Kale. Yes. That she cannot possibly be getting along with everybody at the exact same time. She has to be mad at somebody. And so when it's Chris, the other two can live. When it's Javi, the other two can live. And when it's Joe, the other two can live. And yes. so- it's it's how the only way she can set boundaries and is when she's angry if she's getting if she's mad at two of them she's like all in on the third one and we'll go on yes. and on about how great they are and how yes. how supportive he is and how he's the like she used to do that with javi a lot when chris was really bad and then when she'd be fighting with joe mm-hmm. she'd be like javi just and i think at this point this was pre-lauren so javi was really letting her do whatever the fuck she wanted yeah. and she would be like javi's the best javi completely understands me um, but yeah, so basically the, the drama of this episode is that Isaac gets a phone. I don't think that's crazy. He is 11. Um, yeah, 11 is a good age for a phone like that. back and forth. And as yeah. Kale pointed out, he's had an iPad for years at her house that she doesn't really monitor. So, and he's got sports. I mean, that he does things. He needs a phone. Yeah. I mean, it's not the way that it, I hate when people are like, well, I didn't have a phone at that age. It's like, yeah, because nobody did. You heard Isaac. There's only two kids in his class without a phone. I don't think it's crazy. I do think it's crazy that she got a phone without talking to Joe first. Of course. Yeah. That's a big step. It's and nuts. I think it's crazy that she doesn't have monitor at all. The thing about the phone stuff, like that's one of my pet peeves is people who give their kids access to the internet without anything because Please. they're like, well, you know, you can't really do well. The thing about parenting is you can't save them from everything. You never will, but you still tell them to look both ways. You still do your due diligence. You still ask, are there guns in this house before you let your kids go to sleep over there? You got to do something. The weird thing is, is like, you would think that Kale would be somebody that has like every monitoring device on her kid's shit and is like checking it constantly. 
Isaac's such an old cat. He's like my oldest. Yeah, that, that she's like, I don't have to think about Isaac. But the thing I is, is she that... lets Isaac do a lot of shit because she's like, he's fine. He's okay. Yeah, but the thing is, one, I don't know if Isaac's hitting puberty, but my almost 11-year-old is. And shit's changing, buddy. So get ready, Kale. And two, that, uh, like, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world for Isaac to run up on some porn. But I do think it's important that you, he doesn't have free access yes. to that sort of stuff. I... And that you guys are having... And, like, Kale's like he doesn't need it because he's not doing that and because i would know but then you didn't know he had a girlfriend you didn't know yes very true i also i find the idea of boys and and girls children but i'm gonna speak specifically about boys right now having an act like unmonitored access to porn to be really scary like really scary and harmful like fully harmful and I do think it's important that you put those monitors on your kid's phone. And like, not even that, like I noticed the background screen of his phone was the TikTok logo. It's like, kids shouldn't be allowed to scroll through TikTok. My For You page is a mess. Yeah. Like it is inappropriate. And yeah, I'm getting videos like tailored to me, but like, it is not an app for children to have like, to be able to look without anybody monitoring them. Yeah, there are ways to make it, as safe as possible for kids. I mean, my kids don't have TikTok. My kids don't even get to watch YouTube, guys. They, I, I, they don't have any of that shit. But like, I just feel like there are so many, the internet's a really scary place. There are so many yes. things that could happen to Isaac on the internet. And, oh, I was also talking about this on my podcast where I was talking about how like, I used to have cable in my room at night and I used to watch real sex all the time. Mm-hmm. And it definitely made me think that painting naked would be a thing <laughs> in you my think life. You'd have like a sex doll at your home. I just, I just thought like my sex life would be a lot more exciting because I was like, this is what normal people do. We'll be going but, to classes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll be going to classes to figure out my orgasm. Why won't I? They're doing it. Yeah. But the nice part about it was this: is that those people look like real people. Yeah. And so I certainly saw nakedness, but I was like, okay, yeah, titties point at the ground sometimes that's just some don't some do and like when you imprint on porn as your first sexual experience is one you learn to enact sex as being watched as opposed to being experienced uh you don't understand about orgasms that like people don't you don't just touch someone and they just start coming that's not how it works and just a lot of other harmful things and especially like the shit that's just like readily available is real real wild stuff that maybe that shouldn't be the first things you think about when you think about sex yeah I also think that um oh another thing that's important is that Isaac is famous Isaac is famous people can get access to Isaac if he's on it's this oh I forgot to mention this with Gracie she had a camera I wrote the same fucking thing I wrote why does she have a camera with a tripod is she on TikTok I I think so and she's maybe doing YouTube I think they're on TikTok I don't think I've seen them on YouTube maybe she has like a private YouTube or something that she shares with her friends but I noticed the same thing I was like why does she have a full setup in there yeah, she's got a full setup, like it's a thing. And I just, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with this. Um, and Kale being like, I would know if he knows how to clear his history. Why would you? You said you don't look at it. Yeah. 
So why, how would you know? I so so Kel is the thing about Kel. Kel does the mechanics of parenting very well. She is mm-hmm. the task of parenting. She does well. I think the the issue is that Kel has so many unresolved emotional issues that they affect all her relationships, and they will eventually affect her relationships with her children. And the chaos in her life will affect her children. Fine. Um, there are a lot of people like that, by the way, that just that can do all the good mom stuff, but emotionally they're mm-hmm. still fucking up people. Correct. Fine. But the problem is, is that Kel is very busy. Kel has four children, young children. She doesn't have time to be checking that stuff. Lots of things like it's an iPad and an iPhone, probably free time is a great way to like turn it off at bedtime. There are great things you can do and it won't be perfect because nothing's perfect. Nothing's going to substitute you parenting, but it's something, it's a start. It's, it's, and also, I think Kale talks to her kids, which is nice. But you have to monitor, you have to check, you have to, what does my father say? Trust, but verify. He believes yeah. everything I, he always believed everything I said, but he's just going to check real quick. And that's how I talk to my kids. I'm, I'll never call you a liar, but I am going to look. And then the, the third piece is that I am talking to you and I'm always talking to you and you can say whatever. If you tell me that that girl used to be a girlfriend, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I'm going to say, oh really? What's her name? What happened? I'm going to like converse with you as opposed to like making it seem like you can't. And if you do those three things, you'll, it won't be perfect. Every, some things will slip through the cracks. I won't say that your kids will not be on heroin. I won't say that. That's not how it works. But at least you'll be doing everything you can. And like Kale's out of town all the time. Kale's running around this abusive man chasing him up and down the street. Kale's too busy. She needs to get something on this phone that her and Joe can look at. You know, you can mirror a phone, an iPhone, because you can just log into uh, the iCloud from yeah. a different phone. You can do that if you want and they to. Have the and apps, like the Life 360 apps or whatever. You got all kinds of yeah. things. And none of them are perfect, but let's try, Kale. Let's try. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Uh, and that's really, I mean, Kale really doesn't seem to have a lot going on this season. <laughs> no. And that's good for Kale. I'm happy for Kale. Mm, I am. I'm not happy I, for us. It's like, ha- I think it is happening. It's just off camera. Ah, uh, all right. So then we're at this, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm okay with it being off camera because I feel like Kale has bled for us for the last three yeah, seasons. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think Leah needs to bleed for us. I, <laughs> and I know that sounds gross, but I'm just saying. We're taking her into just, surgery. Like, get yeah. ready, Leah. No, I'm talking about gladiator style. I mean, <laughs> are you not entertained? I want that. And so, <laughs> but I think Kale has carried this show for many years. And I understand if she's like, guys, I just want a chill season. All right, that's fair enough. Let's talk about Jade, who, oh my God, am I having deja vu watching her segment? It's the same shit. They have had this literal same conversation. Sean and I are in the best place we've ever been since he moved out and we got space. He moves out that's every season. Jade, you don't like Sean. Just say it. You don't like him. She he, he really doesn't like him. They're not friends. No. Not like, like Bar and Ashley miss each other. I don't think she I get does. Bar and Ashley as long. You know what I mean? Like I get what attracts Bar and Ashley to each other. Like I said, you know, they snuggle right in and watch a marathon of Real Housewives. Like, yeah, they like, I can't even imagine Sean and Jade hanging out, honestly. No, I, I think Sean's like, 
hey Jay and Jay's like oh my god you're bi- get out of my face like I yeah. think that's how it goes and I think Sean hates Jay just as much but the reality yeah. is Sean doesn't have he, a place to live and he needs oh did you see he had like he dropped a song <laughs> no did you see that I, did, I will not see that actually <laughs> I'm I haven't listened but it's I will all never see that my eyes and ears <laughs> will never make contact with that person. It's all about Jade and how she didn't want him to be in the studio. And <laughs> yeah, Jade hates Sean. But so Sean hates Jade, but he needs a place to live. Jade yeah. hates Sean, but she needs childcare. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. She needs to just go get childcare. I mean, which is it, why she throws him out when he stops like taking care of Chloe. Cause she's like, yeah. you're, you're useless to me now. Get the fuck out of here. But also if Jade and Sean want to continue doing the dumbest things, just don't live together. Just well, be in a bad relationship and then be able to go back to your, like, sure, I just, but you know what they, you know, their mentality is like, Sean's like, well, why am I paying for this extended same motel? Like I like we could spend this money on Chloe if you let me come live here. And then you know Jade is like, yeah, that's stupid to pay money for that. Like, I think that no. they think first about money. He needs to go get a roommate somewhere. He needs to go live with yeah. his cousin or something. Yeah. So it's cheaper, but it's stable. And then when you in and- Indiana, that house that he was in that Jade moved out of last season was nine hundred dollars a month. I know for the whole house. And this way, when you guys get into a fight, you just go back to your house. And then you guys give each other three days and then Jay goes, can you watch uh, the baby while I do blah, blah, blah. And yeah, but you Sean's go, yeah. a bum and doesn't want to do that. Sean is a true bum. I don't know. I think Jay is sad in ways that the other girls are not sad to me. Mm, and yeah. I don't think she realizes, I don't think she realizes what a yo-yo system she's on. Jay's never going to be happy. I'm pretty sure no matter what. Um, I don't see Jade ever living like a happy, fulfilled life because unless she gets like some serious therapy, because I think that she does has truly no idea what that would even look like. Yeah. And I think that she is going to be on a trajectory of this type of life forever where she is working really hard. She has nice things, like things are okay that way. And so she feels like she has it together because it's such a like improvement over her childhood, right? It's like, the most she's ever had. It's the most far. anybody she knows has ever had. By far. And so I think for that, she's like, well, I've made it. And she doesn't quite realize that like, she like Ashley could just like find a nice guy. And like, she doesn't have, Jade is like Kale in this way. It's that it's like, you just want to shake her and be like, you make life so much harder than it has to be. I know. I, uh, have we ever seen Jay date anyone with Sean? No, I don't think so. But she has to have. She has yeah. to. Have. Oh, well, they didn't even get together until Jade was like in her 20s, I think. No, I meant like in oh, the back yeah, and forth. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I don't think we've seen it on the show. I possibly, but yeah, I'm sure her and I would bet her and Sean cheat on each other all the time yeah cheat i mean are they together are they you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean like they have there are other people in their situations yeah like i would bet they get into a fight and jade goes out and fucks some guy at a bar you know what i mean like that i know i know those are the worst people that you're in a relationship with and you guys get into a spat and they're like okay we broke up and they just go fuck somebody Mm -hmm. and then meanwhile if they if you guys had just like had an hour apart everything would be fine (laughs) well she's very impulsive 
Yeah, she's very impulsive. I think she's, I'm, so how does Jay? Jay's a little older than the other girls, right? I think she's like a year or two older than Ashley because she was okay. already 21 when the show premiered, I believe, when she got I, on Team Mom Young and Pregnant. Yeah, I think Jade is still in a party stage. Yes. Um, Like we said, we know she does drugs. I don't, I, maybe she doesn't do wild. Maybe she's not someone that goes on benders for weeks at a time but she's definitely does some drugs yeah. and i think she's a partier i mean she used to be a waitress that's what we do yeah. after all you go you go out with everybody that's why you're always with these terrible people because you're with people that you wait tables with and so Accurate. so yeah so i i think she's a partier and i think that uh staying home with chloe is not always what she wants to do and that's why she has to rely on these people but she absolutely needs to figure out child care and she needs to pay for it because and I think what she doesn't understand, and this is rich coming from me, guys, because I never want to pay for anything. And I'm just like, I'll take these five kids to the dentist with me. No problem. They can stand next to me while I get my teeth done. That's, That's cool. why when Princess wants to spend money, she sends me texts. I'm like, I don't want to buy <laughs> well, this because Liz, she knows that you, I'm going to say that she should do it. You are just like, money's not real. Because <laughs> I love to spend it. money. I love to spend money. I love, love, love it. And so I'll, meanwhile, anytime I'm Princess wants, off the ground. <laughs> anytime she wants to do it, but she's like not letting herself do it, she talks to me about it. And I'm like, you should do that yeah but like I so this is rich coming from me but what I don't think Jade realizes is that it's more expensive to do all these other things than it is to get child care if yes. she added up what she spends on Sean which she you know when you have to buy places for your mom or help her get her shit out of the storage you got to give her two hundred dollars for this a hundred dollars for gas like all this shit then if you added all that up it's probably cheaper than child care not to mention the emotional relief of having reliable childcare. But I don't think Jay can talk about that. Again, Jay's I am a, a kale nanny, honestly. Was a Jade rising. And I don't think Jade thinks of her emotional well-being no. in terms of money. I think she can own because she has been, remember when we met her, she had two fucking jobs and she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so she can only, she only knows that like living with two drug addicts, her parents, that she comes home and the lights aren't on your shit's on the front lawn. That's what she knows. And so when she thinks of money, she's like, no, I got to not spend the most money and I got to let Sean do it. I, it'll be years before she gets to the point where like, damn, that was emotionally taxing to have to keep going back and forth instead of just, and you don't have to, I'm not saying she needs to go get some fancy daycare. There is somebody, she knows a cousin or no, a friend. That's what I'm saying. She just has someone move into her house like Kale did. I know. Just but then, get, you know, some, get some Jay's going to fight with them. Yeah. Yeah. But at least like, it won't be, she, I'm fucking you fights. Exactly. Or like, you're my mom. That's let me down my entire life fights. We need to find this cousin. Remember this cousin? We need to get, we need to get her back on. Like well, she, that cousin had a baby. Okay. Well then watch this baby too. You ain't doing nothing watching a baby. I have five Move kids here. the whole family in. Yeah. If you told me princess, this is going on. I need to drop my two kids off. I'm like, throw them in there. I don't know. There's a bunch of them in there anyway. Well, it's not adding two more isn't gonna kill me. She should be watching her. She should be watching Chloe. Shit. Yeah. And Chloe needs to be in daycare, or she needs to be in. She needs to socialize with other children. She's always around adults. Part she of does the, go to daycare. Well, wait. I thought she. she I thought does. she stopped going to daycare. No, she like it seems like it's like a drop in daycare. Situation. Oh, so whatever she needs, it should go. Well, she needs to go someplace regular because she needs to socialize with other children on a regular basis. And Jay doesn't seem like she goes to mommy and me. Um, no, I don't think so. She's with all these fucking adults. She's, and I, this is the thing about kids, guys. 
kids annoy you when they're in places kids aren't supposed to be so even when they're in places they're supposed to be no but like if you go to the park and the kid is yelling you're like fuck it we're at the park i don't care but if he's yelling and you're at a fucking movie like when i went to see hustle and flow and somebody's baby was in there flipping out like that is you're like fuck what are you doing that for oh because it's 10 o'clock at night i'm a baby take me to fuck home (laughs) like that is so i'm telling you as someone, I have a quick temper. I have too many kids. I'm telling you that if you you will set yourself up for failure if you make your kids try not to be children and yeah. in like adult spaces, like when they were moving. Yeah, you're right. Drop her off at fucking daycare because she's not. She's a fucking child, and not like not even a child. She's a toddler. Yeah, she's she's not gonna sit still. She's that's not in her, and it's unfair for you to ask her of that. She that's, literally can't comprehend what you want her to do. Right, she's not doing this to you on purpose. She's not yelling because she's like "fuck you, mom." She's just she's she's she just kind of figured out that she can make lots of noises and she's enjoying it. Um, so that's so I think as Chloe gets older, that's another thing. Jay, I don't think Jade's been around kids like that, and. A lot of the stuff that's going on with Chloe, she's just like, oh my God, this is annoying. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. Well, you're not supposed to try to do that while you also have a toddler in the room, Jake. That's the problem. And when Chloe gets older, when Chloe's more a little self-sufficient, she's like eight or nine, I think Jade's going to like connect with her more. Agreed. Because she's going to be, you can, she can sit still and wait for you. She can't, she can go in her room. She can bathe herself. It's just right now, you know, she. Jade's not Jade. You know how some men are like don't connect with their kids till like fucking fifteen. Mm-hmm, that's <laughs> like, yeah, no, I I agree with that. The funny thing about this episode is that the whole time Jade is going, I don't really want to be with Sean. <laughs> I yeah. think we need to keep it slow. And then we find out that Sean has bought some piece of jewelry that he says is three carats worth of diamonds. And someone said the the sister or the cousin said that's a lot of diamonds. And my first thought is. Is Renaissance out here renting out diamonds now? Like, where did he get that from? He got a cubic zirconia, which, like, no shame to that. Don't okay, support cool. blood diamonds, but like, there's no way. Or MTV like gave him a, a check. He just wanted yeah. to put that whole thing on some shitty jewelry. Yeah, and like, I know people will be like, MTV bought him a ring to give to Jade, and I'm like, that is not how that works. Probably what he did because they get paid and like they don't get paid everything like right. They don't, you don't, the cameras don't show up for the season. They're like, and here's your big fucking check. Yeah. I he think probably got a check first. And then like at yeah. the end of the season, they get like, I think they get paid in installments. Or yeah. Something. He probably got an installment. Or so the that, last season was probably airing, you know, yeah. when they were filming. So he was getting paid for that. Yeah. And so like, he did get the money from MTV, but MTV didn't say, oh my God, you want to buy a diamond? Hold on. Let me get you. Hold on. Let me get my checkbook. That's not how that works. I, yeah. He probably bought something. I don't know. Maybe he went to, was he go go to Jared? Maybe he went there. I don't know. But I don't understand why he thought this was a good idea when you guys hate each other. Agreed. Okay. I totally agree. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Bree. <laughs> what happened to Bree's face? Which, by the way, do you know she called him Devoin when she was mad at him? She did. Because she's. I think she is also aware. I mean, she's in the around when he's like, yeah, that's actually my name is Devoin and I do prefer to be called that, but I don't want to argue about it. Yeah. Like, I I think that, I think she's now is starting to say Devoin sometimes, but it's hard for her too because he's been answering to Devoin forever. You know, my name is Princess, but people always hear that as precious. And sometimes I don't correct people. And sometimes I miscalculate and it's somebody I have to deal with for the rest of my life. 
and I just have to answer the precious from now on. That's what happened to Devoin. It, it just, he's like, okay, fuck. I didn't know I was going to get this bitch pregnant and these bitches, and they were going to be calling me Devon forever. That That's, yeah, you know, it's not worth yeah. it. But so, can you, I do want to know what happened with Bree's face. Have you noticed that her face looks um, patchy? She's got a she looked good in this episode. Her hair was done and like when she was wearing that dress when she was walking with Shirley. Yes, her hair was done and stuff. Um, I did, when she was getting that canoe, I noticed her ass is still out of control. Well, I don't think, I think the only way to fix that is to have like reconstructive surgery, like where they go in and like reshape your skin. So she's just going to have to be like that. Yeah. Don't get a BBL. Okay. Hear me, princess? I I know you you know I'm not paying for that. I'm I'm a jade. Princess texts me every day and says, should I do it? Should I get the BBL? And I say, just don't, just don't, you know, don't gain any more weight. Like if you gain weight, it will look like grease. Absolutely not, guys. Miami will write cardio all over your body. I won't even hire a babysitter to watch me, watch my kids while you're getting a BBL. They'll have to be in the room with me. I can't do it. They won't do it. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, how did you feel about Nova getting left at? So I saw your tweet and I agree that you were like, why, why was Brie not confused that Nova wasn't home by 1030? Yeah, don't just out in these streets. Is that where Nova is? I'm wondering if maybe sometimes Devoin picks her up and then they like, I don't know, cruise somewhere for a little bit. But even so, it's like till 10 o'clock at night. I agree. I thought that was weird. Um, How old's Nova now? Seven? Ten. Really? Yeah, because they were talking about the first nine years of her life. Yeah, my 10 year old's not allowed to stay up till 10. Yeah, that's very late. I also think, like, I don't know, maybe she wasn't actually at, I don't know what was happening, but basically the main storyline is that Devoin was doing better. So she was like, okay, you can come get Nova and take her to gymnastics. Will you pick her up? And he said, yes. And then he forgot to pick her up, which I agree with you. I have questions about why she didn't notice that Nova wasn't home until that late. But imagine not having a job and forgetting to pick up your child from gymnastics. I just, so Devoin is, as we've always talked about, he has not had a whole lot of responsibility because he, because Nova lived with Brie. So he did not have to like figure it out or Mm -hmm. CPS will come. That's not, he didn't do it. And so like plenty of us would have been like, fuck, you know, I'm about to smoke. I'm in this house. Let me put an alarm on my fucking phone that says go get Nova. Yeah. So this will this bitch will ring. It, he doesn't do any, he doesn't have a job. Like this yeah. is the only response, the only responsibility that you have today. My thing is it's like he sounded like such an asshole when he was defending yeah. himself with his friend. I was like, truly go fuck yourself. So he calls his friend and he's like, it's not the end of the world that she was left, which I agree, right? Like no, my it's mom not. used to be picked late to pick me up actually what it did is like give me this crippling anxiety of ever being late and like yeah, I hate being late too. anywhere because of my mom <laughs> <Me> um <too. laughs> she like can probably hear me recording that but it, it was like a real thing in my childhood like I would be picked up last all the time but never like our like nobody ever forgot me right like straight up forgot you knew me. they were coming it, yeah I just knew that she was late for stuff it was it didn't like ruin my life in any way so I agree with him with that but the fact that he's like it's fine. I don't really see what the big deal is. Like he goes, he says, yeah, I feel like shit, but it wasn't worth a fight. And it's like, I kind of think it was. 
Yeah, this is a big, this is, okay, so my two feelings are this. This is a big deal, right? Nova's a sensitive child. Yeah. If I were Nova and I've been Nova in some situations, I would be very nervous about it. Yeah, um, plus, you know, Bree is always talking around Nova about how her dad forgets to get her and her yeah. dad's late to pick her up. So I also think, here would be my guess, Nova's flipped when Devoin doesn't show up because she knows Bree's going to be mad. And she knows that, like, this is it for dad. Yeah, it's a, bu- a bunch of stuff happening. And then, Coach, you watch Coach call your mom and she doesn't pick up. And you're like, wait a second. Yeah. Where is my mom? Yeah. Um, And I, I understand, like, the thing that I bo- that bothered me about the situation is that, one, Devon, I agree that this isn't the end of the world. But I also think that you do need to apologize to Nova. And you do need to understand that this is, that to Nova, this was, like, she's worried. And as far as Brie, Brie's like, well, don't worry. That'll never happen again. I'm like, Brie, that's not true. You People forget shit all the time. And even like the best parents, the most conscientious parents forget shit. And it's going to be a long life for Nova. And so instead of saying this will never happen again, what you should have said was, listen, Nova, I'm really sorry this happened. I understand that you were nervous. But remember, you're with Coach and Coach is a trusted person and you were safe the whole time. You were never in any danger. You were there with someone. Next, And here's what I'm going to do to fix it. Next, I'm going to change your coach's number to ring up as an alarm for me. So I'll know I'll hear it. Mm-hmm. I'm And from now on, if I'm, I'm going to let dad take you. Brittany's number, I'm going to give coach. Yeah, Grandma's I'm going to give her the number. house number. And yeah. then also, I'm going to make sure that if you're not home by 9.30, which still seems late, but whatever, whatever time it was she was supposed to be home. Mm-hmm. If you're not home by then, I'm calling coach. I'm going to put an alarm on my phone. So we're going to make sure that we don't have to deal with this anymore. But remember, I'm never going to leave you with some people that I that you're not safe to be in until you get back to me. And But what Brie does with Nova is Brie escalates Nova's anxiety yeah well because I think a big part of it is that like Brie is shy Brie is nervous Brie has anxiety and I think she sees so much of herself in Nova that she projects herself onto Nova right instead of because she's 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 being too empathetic yeah um yeah so and also Nova's 10. So if you wanted to buy Nova a phone I don't see 10's a fine age Nova has a phone I'm pretty sure so Nova, another emergency, a fail safe, just in case all these things that we just said don't happen, we're going to put your phone in your gym bag. And if something, if you need it, you pull it out and you call mommy. Yeah. And like this, these are all things to make Nova feel safe in what she has to do, but also don't promise her shit you can't give her. Because even if Devoin does not pick her up from now on, in a couple of months, you're going to let him because it's going to be convenient for you. And also sometimes you might be late. And also sometimes things happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I just like, I think that everybody handled this about as poorly as they could. Oh yeah. (laughs) Except for Brittany. Brittany goes, we are going to make sure this doesn't happen again. We all need to do better. Yeah. I like that. I also think that I was just thinking, Brittany, you've never had a conversation, a serious conversation about your children's father when the child was not in the room. Never in her life. Why is Delita all up in this business while you talk about Nova's daddy? That's Don't do that. It just was, I mean, like, it was awful what she was saying to Charlene, front of Stella. Karen Devoin defend himself on the phone was infuriating. Um, like, I still am not over that. Him being like, 
it's whatever. Like, I don't understand why she we're fighting about it and why she's going to hold it against me. It's like, because you get so little responsibility yeah. and like the littlest teeniest that you do get, you fuck up every single time. Yeah. And also Brie, like, it's not Brie's fault that this happened. This is Devoin's fault. Yes. But again, Brie does not know how to de-escalate situations. She always escalates. So why does she send him to fucking book a Mormon? And that text, like that shit was long as fuck. And I'm like, he's not going to read all that, Brie. Oh, he, he doesn't read. <laughs> he doesn't care. From her. <laughs> and I said, you need to save your energy. This is with the void. You need to say, hey, you know, Nova's upset about what happened you tonight. To you need to apologize to Nova. And you do need to work on your timeliness because even though no one's been hurt, nothing terrible has happened. It affects Nova. Do better, Devoin. That's all I would do. And we would not be in a fight because what what did I expect? Him? Did she expect Devoin to text back, you know what, Brie, you're right. And I've been, I haven't been stepping up these past nine years. And I'm definitely gonna listen yeah, to you and do this right now. I don't know. I think no, but I also think she just wants to fight. Like I unload, think that's yeah. what it is. Is that she, yeah, she wants to unload on him. I also think like I think that she gets so frustrated with him because I think that like in her heart of hearts she does want him to be able to be the parent and then she feels like even though she's doing this completely the wrong way this is not me defending Bray. she feels like she's constantly giving him chances and then he's constantly proving her right like that she shouldn't trust him and so i think like when she's unloading on him and that she's like you're humiliating me like stop fucking with me like because i'm mad at myself now because of you less but, than it about being about Nova. It's not right, but like, I think that's what's going on in her head. Right. But the thing is, is that like, she's dealing in shoulds instead of what is. Yeah, of course. And the truth is Devoin, Devoin, Devoin can't do it. Devoin no. is not trustworthy enough to pick people up and take them places. Who decided he was going to be carpool? I I wouldn't trust Devoin with my kid in the car. Giving him, I think it's because that's what she needs, needs? him to do. But okay, but he can't give it to you. I agree. He doesn't I, have it in you. I agree. And that, and honestly, at the same time, Devoin should be like, I don't think this is a great idea. Yeah, he should say, but you know what he's he's always going to be like, oh yeah, I can definitely do that. And then it doesn't happen. And then he's like, why is everybody mad? Nova can definitely see Devoin. I think Brie doesn't want to give up some of her time. And she thinks yes. this is what she needs. No, 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 no. She doesn't but, want to give up a Saturday. She wants Nova there on Saturday, but she's like, yeah, you can drive her. I don't like driving to and from gymnastics. So like you do that. I think that what the, cause I know he was working in hospitality. So that's might be a possibility. But I think that the, the ideal situation for Nova to spend time with her dad is every other Friday, he picks her up from the school and takes her home. And whether or not she spends the night is up to Nova. She can either spend the night or mommy will come get you at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And that, and this is time for them to spend the night. It is consistent. No one knows when it's going to happen. This is something Devon, Devoin can do. And she still gets the time there. I like Brie, I get it. You, they should step up, but they're not going to. And this part of this is because you keep fucking bumps. Okay. But <laughs> so so accept your responsibility accept your accountability and the fact that you will just let almost anybody skeet in you and i'm sorry i said that but that's the truth she's a martyr what it is is that yes. she's a martyr she likes 
like she likes to be like i'm doing all of this and look i try and let them help and then they fuck me over so i'm in the right it's so hard for me instead of just being like these two people are bums they don't step up i can't rely on them so i'm just going to do everything myself and accept that to be the truth and then to get to the point where i'm so upset and i have to explode and and then i have to fight about things that are are as opposed to what things should be my husband we're married we live in the same home I believe he is coming back to this home. When he goes and picks up my preschoolers at school, he knows he has to call me because wherever I am, I'm not going to be okay until I know they're in the fucking car. Like you could have died on the way to get them. Now I know that's something wrong with me, but we have discussed it enough that he's like, listen, what he does is he calls me and he let, and he, I'm on the car phone, speakerphone, mm-hmm. and the kids say, hi, mommy, we're in the car. And I said, okay, great. I'll talk to you later. The fact is, I can't imagine sitting at my house till 1017 waiting for Nova to show 1022 up. 10 is when she came in on the dot. Well, Bree, <laughs> take some responsibility for that. I understand sometimes uh, messages get missed and everything, but it wasn't just the void that left her at gymnastics. You did too, because they tried to call you. Well, yeah, and here's the other thing. Like, you are asking Devoin to do this. You know he's untrustworthy. So you would think that you are still paying attention. So at 8.30 or 9, even if you're out of the house, you text your mom, you say, is Nova home? Yeah. Oh, she's not? Let me call the coach. Like, Nova you have to up? be on high alert because you're trusting somebody you can't trust. Exactly. And, I mean, you can, you can play the martyr role and keep putting yourself in these positions or you can stop playing yourself because the person that's being, that's playing Brie is Brie. I, it is Devon, Devoin's fault, but it is Brie who is playing herself. Yes. Uh, and she wants these guys, she's always like, they got to step up, they got to step up. I'm so fucking tired of hearing that. But she wants them to step up in the ways that she wants them to. And they are incapable of this. Yeah. So there are plenty of ways Devoin, Devoin can come to gymnastics stuff. Devoin can do the Friday night thing, like I said. Devoin, like you can, when when uh, Nova's out of school, because for some reason these kids go are out of school all the motherfucking time. They, next year, for the next two years, my kids get three-day weekends on Halloween. For what? <laughs> they just don't go to school. And so like, if it's a, a school day that she's out, Devoin, would you like to spend a day with Nova? I will drop her off and pick her up. Yeah. Do yeah. like figure out what he can do and use him that way. But then she can't complain about him if she does that. And well, that's... then she needs to find somebody else to complain about. Get a new man to complain about. Complain about TT. Well, I think somebody. also part of it is that Brie doesn't want any of her real personal life on this show. You know, she like, never has guys she's dating on the show. Like Agreed. since John, at least she only has Shirley pop up. Like she has other friends, you know what I mean? But Shirley is her filming friend. And I think that like, she has figured out, like if she keeps this on Devoin and Lewis and she doesn't have to talk about other shit. Well, then that makes me unhappy because it makes Devoin right again. Yeah. Because kind when of. he, not, no, no, no. He's not in the right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he is he's not right when he's he saying, says, like, I'm a storyline for you. You, you are using, yeah, you are using me as yeah. a storyline. And then, I mean, but here's the thing, Devoin, if you don't want to be a storyline, do what you're supposed to fucking do. You got one thing to do and it's pick Nova up from school and then pick her up from gymnastics. That's always the bottom line where in the Brie versus Devoin of it all, that even though I think Brie is in the wrong so much, the reality is, is that Devoin hands it to her on a silver platter every fucking time. Every single time. (laughs) And he says, here you go, my lady. 
And like, like he says, you want to sit down at this table? We have a five course meal for you this evening. (laughs) Like every fucking time, which is why I'll always essentially almost always land on Brie's side, even though I think she's doing almost everything wrong as well. Because at the end of the day, Brie takes care of those kids. Exactly. At the end of the day, if she had gotten that call, she would have went and gone and got Nova. Yeah. And also like, once again, it's just it's hard for me to feel bad for a non-custodial parent who's never spent a minute of his life legally trying to get custody of his kid. Agreed. I just feel like, I'm not saying, people get so upset when you say stuff like this, you know, but I'm not saying that the courts are fair. I'm not saying any of that, but I would be able to say, even if I never got what I wanted from out of the case, I would be able to show my child, you know, I've been dealing with this for the last five years. I go to court, I ask, I try to do this, I try to do that. Here is the paperwork. Here's this, yeah. here's that. I would be able to show the effort I'm putting in and Devoin just wants to talk shit. That's well, what he wants, that's what he wants to do. Courts aren't fair, but there's no way Devoin wouldn't at least get regular visits. Yeah. Yeah. He would get he's been in her life for a long time. He would get regular visits. Hell, even if he got supervised visits, he would be on a set schedule that they had to stick to. And he probably wouldn't be on supervised visits for very long because Devoin doesn't turn up. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's I don't high. think he would he get doesn't... supervised visits. I think he would get no. legit regular visits. Maybe not overnights at first, but he would get her like every Saturday and every third Wednesday of the month or some shit like that. Yeah, and it'd be up to him to show up. I think the issue is he doesn't want to pay child support. That's absolutely the issue that he doesn't want to pay child support. And I think also the other issue is that, well, there's a bunch of issues. He doesn't want to pay child support. He doesn't want to pay to go to court. He doesn't want to put in the effort to go to court. And he also, much like Bree, wants to be a martyr. And if he goes to court and gets court-ordered visits and then doesn't show up, Bree can be like, he doesn't show up to his court-order visits. But at this phase, he can be like, she's keeping her from me. I know. There was a black Twitter was doing a whole thing a couple of days ago about how a lot of people didn't see their father, not necessarily because their mother kept them away, but because their father was on his second family mm-hmm. and like, it wasn't comfortable there. You know, they had mm-hmm. to sleep on the floor when they came while the new, while the other kid had their own room. And like, it just wasn't as comfortable there. And I was like, yeah, because once they get to a certain age, well, Nova's 10, she's going to be in, you know, not, not Leah from this, uh, Leah Shirley she's gonna be Leah Shirley territory yeah. real fucking soon also like they talked about the fact that I think he may have moved in with his girlfriend now but like he lived with a grown man roommate yeah you know what I mean like it was that wasn't comfortable for her to sleep over there and Nova also um Nova has grown up all around women all her life I I bet Nova is not very comfortable around grown I men she doesn't not know. at all yeah uh and yeah. So yeah, it's not comfortable there. She does want to see Devoin though. So I would try to make sure she, I would do my best to make sure I made it so that Devoin could see her. I also think that, so Brie can never leave well enough alone, right? No, no, not for one second. Right. So as soon as something is working, she has to start talking about the stuff that isn't working and people don't really want, yes. believe me, I'm there. I understand. As soon as something's finally working, I'm like, okay, well now let's talk about this. Yes. <laughs> Because I don't know when to leave well enough alone either, Brie. But but so if he does show up and he is taking her back and forth and he does show up when he says he's doing, okay, now Devoin, you haven't paid me any money. I get it. He he should be taking care of her. He should be contributing to her upkeep. But 
instead of saying, Devoin, listen, I thank you so much for doing the gymnastics because you're really actually helping me out. And Nova actually likes it. So thank you. And letting that sit for a little bit, she has to move on to her next grievance. And so now it seems like you're always mad, even mm -hmm. though I get that these are separate issues. Um, I think Bree should go, well, Bree's not going to go to court because she wants control. Yeah, because what, how does, I mean, Brie does benefit from going to court. I've discussed the million ways that she does, but from where she's sitting, she's like, why would I take the time to do that? That doesn't benefit me. Well, if you're not willing to go to court, then you need to stop asking, you need to stop whining about the money. You really do. Of course. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure, like, but Brie is stuck in this cycle right now and that, so I've been teaching my kids to count their blessings, not that we're religious, but just the, diff the, that the difference between a lot of times being happy and not is that you're counting things you don't have and that other people have and not counting what you do have. Mm -hmm. And so when we're in these moods where we're like, oh, and this, and nobody had this and so-and-so had ice cream, I, what we're trying to do is like take a moment and start listing the things that are going really well for us and the things that we have. Yeah, perspective. It's tough, but we're doing it. It's and I gratitude. think we- Yes, Brie could definitely benefit from some of those things that it's not that like, obviously she, she's, I almost said she's been dealt an unfair hand with these babies' fathers, but no, you chose an unfair hand with these babies' fathers. I get it. It happens to the best of us, but th things could be very much worse. And so I would just, I, for a gratitude exercise for me would be to sit down and what can Devon do that would make Nova happy and also make my life easier and that he can complete. Yeah. And I would honestly get rid of the life easier one. I would yeah, yeah, yeah. what, what can it do to make Nova happy and what can he complete and yes. work on that first? Cause I think she focuses on the life easier part and that's where right. she fucks up every time. Cause I don't know that Devoin can make her life easier. Exactly. <laughs> and I Not would invite any significant amount of time. Yeah. And I will invite Devoin and his girlfriend to everything. Mm -hmm. I would, I wouldn't make Nova do it. I would do it because I'm the adult. I would make sure and, and just, I would make sure that when we're all said and done, my side of the street is going to be so fucking clean, bro. Like Agreed. you saw me do it all. I did my best and I let go of shit that I could have held on to. This is so, this is rich. Me talking about this when I hold grudges for a goddamn living, well, but we for my kids, about the fact that parenting isn't fair, right? Like, oh, no, it's, it's not, not fair. fair that Bray needs to do any of that, but it doesn't really matter that it's not fair. It's reality. I don't think Bree's mature enough to realize that yet. No, she's not. She's absolutely not. Well, her mom's not mature enough. You know what I mean? Like none of them are mature enough to realize that. I think, I actually think that her mom does realize it. And that's why sometimes she's like, Bree, you got to do this. Brianna, you have you're to right, blah, blah, blah. right. I think she does realize it. I think what the problem is, is that Brianna is her child. And she, when she sees Brianna hurt or yes, feeling a certain yes. way, just like I want to get on the bus and fight my children, some child that hit my child. That's what Roxanne is. She wants to fight because That's she thinks fair. Brianna's being hurt. Um, and so when she's in that, she's like, well, did he apologize to you, Nova? Which I thought was a good question. Yeah, and I, I liked all of their responses when Nova said yes. They said, well, they said, did he, did you forgive him? And did you Nova accept said, it? Yes. Yeah. And um, Brie goes, that's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Like they can do the right thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, why yeah, it's yeah. so frustrating. 
Well, yeah, and the same the same thing with Kale, but unless with Jade, is that like I know you know the right thing to do, you just won't do it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. All right, Princess. Do you want to plug your fabulous podcast that you do? By the way, I'm loving the Patreon right now. Thank you very much. A new episode comes out next week. Guys, I have a podcast. It's called Buy Pumpkin. I do niche reality rewind recaps. That's what I do. And I'm just now finishing up a My 600 Pound Life. <laughs> Which means I've not listened to an episode of the main feed. And all we do is talk while. shit about Liz. That's all we do because we know she's not listening. So it's just like not handle gross things. And I was going to, I really gave it my best shot on my 600 pound life. And I she got 10 minutes five in five minutes into the <laughs> recap. And then you started talking about the pus coming out of someone's body. I go, no, but I don't think I'm going to listen to this. But it's very guys. The series is very good. I just did two episodes about Steven Asante and I'm going to do my third and final one. Um, it's going to be out this weekend when this, when this uh, episode is actually out. We're also, I'm on the Patreon at patreon.com backslash by pumpkin. It's five bucks a month. And you guys through the power of vote, get a new series bonus series. And I give out weekly episodes, right? I just finished an intervention, um, uh, series, which I thought was really fucking good. I think some of those are my best episodes ever. And then we just started meet the Barkers uh, because I just want to talk about Travis Barker's dick like on the regular. And I will be talking about Travis Barker's dick for 10 weeks. So there there you go. Princess, thank you so much for walking me through this boring ass episode and giving me um, like almost two hours of content. That's why I asked you to come on. No problem, Liz. You, you know, when you ask me, you're always like, I don't know what your schedule is. But I, I've been able to record during the day these days. Incredible. Yeah, because I like to record when my kids aren't here so they can't hear me talking shit about them on my podcast. So like, I, so I, so like, girl, I'm available. You can I'm like, like, well, the thing is, it's that I usually record on Saturdays during the day. I know. Like, I can record I, on Saturdays during the day. But it has I usually, to be during that time. I usually record and I also don't want to have to, you know what I mean? I like to be a loosey goosey on Saturday and it doesn't lend Absolutely. itself well to scheduling guests. Um, but I'm going out of town this weekend and I knew I would have to record early. And so, nice. yeah, yeah, which is nice because I'm going to have like four days. And aren't you going to the to dentist sleep. too? Did you tweak that? Yeah, to go to the dentist in the morning, which is why actually I was going to leave tonight. Then I realized I had a dentist appointment and then I was like, oh, good. I won't have to podcast when I'm there. So it'll be nice to like not have to worry about podcast. Girl, you're gonna podcast on a trip? Well, at Theo's, not a so, real trip. I know, but that's... Fr- I was gonna do it on Friday during the day when the girls were at school. I would just like take an hour and a half and do it. Oh, I was gonna say I girl, probably would have had her much. come on. Actually, actually, probably would have been a nice episode. But I'm glad. We well, damn, her <laughs> in-laws got a pool, and I'm like, can we? I just hope we're at the pool on Friday. <laughs> No, 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 no. I completely understand. Have a nice trip. Thanks for having me on. You can ask me on anytime you want to. I will show up and talk about this boring shit. Thank you, princess. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Solid Listen Network. Find me on Instagram at feathers underscore pod.